when I like listening to my intuition to do that post, I was scared and I was scared because it's me being vulnerable and being vulnerable judgment been very judgmental of myself me lesline i'm my harshest critic that was a lot of that is a lot of the work is like getting not getting rid but working through the judgment working yeah. through it some people may may be like it's just the post like it's just social media majority of the time that i post it's intuitively led. It's like God's like, you should go live. And then I get like sweaty hands, like my hands get sweaty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, this means I have to do it. This is the Be Helpful Podcast, where conversations with budding entrepreneurs prepare you for the wild journey of building a business or side hustle. I'm Boy Adebayo, and today I sit down with Leslie Pittman, the owner of Leslie Does Wellness. Lesline is a registered nurse, certified yoga coach, and mother of two, whose goal is to serve other stressed out moms. In this conversation, we dive into her journey into becoming an entrepreneur, how her journey as a new mom and her work helping people as a nurse brought her to yoga and really made her passionate about helping others that were in a similar position to her. We also talk about early customers and how those early customers can turn into super fans and and some of your biggest advocates. It was a great conversation, as I joke in the episode. It was one for the soul because we were talking about uh, problems and experiences that we're both living and experiencing at the moment. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I think you will too. Enjoy. All right. Today, I have Leslie Pittman. How's it going? Good, good, Vega. I'm so happy that I'm here. I'm excited to get started. <laughs> awesome. No, excited to have you. Uh, so I'll do a you know poor man's version of an introduction, and then I'll let <laughs> I'll let you tell people about uh, yourself. Um, but you teach yoga to to, to really busy moms. Um, you're also a registered nurse. You're a cert- certified life coach. Um, you got a lot going on. Um, when we did our prep call, um, I was just kind of enamored and fascinated by kind of your story and and how being a mom has kind of evolved um kind of your way of thinking your career and path um and really want to dive into your journey around entrepreneurship um you also are very excuse me very much connected to your community you're a director of women on the rise which helps uplift women um in kind of their voice to inspire others so i think you're a fantastic guest for the show um and uh yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to start. So enough of me talking. Tell people a little bit about your background, how you got started and why you uh, took the dive into entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that was an incredible introduction. And why did I take the dive? It was kind of accident, accidentally taking a dive. I didn't realize that um, I was becoming an entrepreneur. I just knew that I loved yoga, as you already said, you know, I am a yoga teacher and it's my passion. And I didn't realize that like passion, my passion was also my purpose. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this part too when we did like our call, um, but I always struggled with not thinking I had a purpose. And I'd see people around me, like my husband, he He's a software developer and like, that's his thing. Like he loves that. Like he is passionate about computers. And I remember um, this was like maybe three or four years. This was like before our kids, everything is like, now that you have, it's like, everything's before kids. So um, my son is now four. So maybe it was like six years ago. I remember we were in the car, my husband and I going somewhere. And I was like, man, I am so jealous of you that you found your purpose. Like this is your thing. And the reason I said that was because he was actually listening to a software developer podcast. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) they have podcasts for this. Like, and I was like, you know, um, we could say trolling, I mean, trolling him. And, um, he was like, yeah, Leslie. And I was like, wow. Like, I know I'm making fun of you. That's just how I like kind of like a defense mechanism kind of thing. But I was also kind of jealous because I was like, wow, like you love this software development thing so much that even on the weekends, like on your off time, you're listening about how to be better in software development. 
And I remember saying out loud, I wish I could find what I'm passionate about. That was six years ago. And then fast forward, like three and a half years later, we had my son. Um, I was offered a yoga teacher scholarship. And I was like, sure, why not? Because this was also like in the pandemic. So yes, I was busy with my kids, but when they were sleeping, we I didn't have anything to do. So I was like, oh, I could just, you know, study about yoga. Like I've always loved it because I've been practicing yeah. since 2009. I was like, I want to learn more about it. But like, I didn't realize that this was what I was supposed to do. So yes, yeah. I'm studying and I'm learning. And I'm teaching my family and friends, but I was still not like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like there wasn't that light bulb yeah. moment yet. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. No, that's, 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 uh, it, it's, it's funny because I always knew that, um, I liked business. Okay. I always knew that it was really fascinating to me. I never really defined it as my passion mm-hmm. until I started the podcast. like which was interesting it's just I already knew I always knew that business was interesting to me my mom's an accounting professor I used to go to my dad's MBA classes when I was in elementary school so I've always been surrounded around business or surrounded by business I should say Mm -hmm. um but I never thought of it as my passion Mm -hmm. I I just thought it was like oh yeah there's just this thing that I'm decent at and I just kind of centered my career around and it wasn't until I started talking to entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and seeing how energizing those conversations were, where I was like, oh, this is what a passion is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly it. Energizing. That is the word when you connect with people who who were all. Yes, um, my my zone of genius, whatever, is is wellness and all of that, and yours is business. But the similarity is is like we've we've taken risk, and I yes. think that's why entrepreneurs we we have that connection is because we've all taken a risk, yes. risk plural, to get where we are today. And I, and I know that's what it makes these conversations so energizing because it's like, oh, you found somebody who, who knows, who knows what yes. it's like to be yes. in the trench. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's such a, um, a guest said it's like an illness. Entrepreneurship is like an illness. And, and I think it <laughs> yeah. is. It's like, yeah. once you, once you find that thing that you really, really like, and you take a bite out of it, it's like mm-hmm. everything else is more dull. <laughs> Yep, that that's very true. It nailed it. Yeah. So okay, so so let's dive into this. So you you start you start you know leaning into yoga. Um, you start studying um, from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. What was your first action? Like you you were doing the study. Like you could become a yoga teacher at a gym, or you know get a job in yoga. What made you venture out on your own? Um, that's a really good question. Okay, this is uh, okay. I like this question. Because yes, yoga, (laughs) typically, and it's slowly evolving. Typically, when people think yoga, they think free, they think it's free, like that, or that it's a very reduced rate. Um, But yoga is all about energy. And we were already talking about energy, but it really is about I'm, this is I, I'm giving you me, my energy. That's that's my service that I offer to, to people. And when I started studying, when I did my certification and I was studying it, I was like, okay, this is amazing. This is amazing. And then towards the end, they gave you like a little snippet of like the business of how you can sell your services, but it, it wasn't enough. And Fortunately, the social media algorithms were in my favor. <laughs> and one day I was scrolling, I was scrolling Instagram and I found a mentor of a black leg yoga instructor who has made her own business as a yoga teacher. So I invested in her and it was like a six, it was like a six week course um, with other yogis of color and we would meet once a week and she would just give us like, you know, 
the ins and out of being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur and a yoga teacher, because there are a lot of people like the more I'm putting myself out there, people like, Oh yeah, I'm a yoga teacher too. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, how are you doing business? Like less. And then it's like, it gets quiet and awkward. And I'm just (laughs) like, so how are we getting paid? You know? And so I was really fortunate to be in that mentorship program because my mentor shared with us how you can turn this into a business. So that was the first, my first step was investing in somebody that was, that's doing something that I want to do. Who's a lot of steps ahead of me. Um, So that, yeah. That's what I, did. I, I I like that. I do want to jump a little bit into kind of the theme of, of mentorship and, and finding people that have done it before and yeah. um, can kind of coach you through it. Um, but first, I'm, I'm this keeps ringing in my head and I'm just curious. Um, we'll go off the beaten path a little bit. How, as you're going through that mentorship program, and you talk about how a lot of people see yoga as free, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're 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 giving people this energy. You're giving people kind of these tools to kind of recenter themselves and kind of put their next best foot forward. My question is, how do I say this? I'm no, I'm I I, I haven't done yoga a lot, um, but I think a lot of what meditating and yoga together help has done for me when I've done it has been kind of this calming effect, kind of putting the business things in my head, all of the distresses kind of to the side and like letting it, it's not that serious, right? Not taking myself too serious is being mindful of the self-inflicted deadlines and things like that. On this flip side, business is really about, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that go 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 that that like you got to hit the deadlines you got to get customers you've got to market like yeah. so so for me i don't know how i've i've struggled with trying to put those two things together and so mm-hmm. i'm just very curious for you that doing that like how was that for you going through that mentorship program like how was it taking the chaos of what you were leaning into a business while mm-hmm. still doing what you love and making that work together because listen i'm not trying to start a yoga business but (laughs) i struggle with doing yoga because of my business if that makes sense yeah yeah no this is this is so good i'm sorry i'm like (laughs) excited um this is a great question because and that's why i feel like from what I've seen, I'm, I've only been in, in the entrepreneur space as a yoga teacher for only a few years. But I think that's why a lot of yoga teachers kind of get a little f- afraid um, to, to come over to the business side because business, like you said, there's the marketing, there's all the stuff you know about it and that I'm learning that you have to do. You have to like constantly be putting yourself out there. And that can be intimidating. I know I'm speaking for me. I know it can be intimidating. So that's why, you know, I chose to invest in myself to to get somebody that's doing both. And going back to what you said, it's like, how do you do both? The first thing word that came to my head was like alignment. Mm -hmm. Like just yoga has taught me how to be in alignment with myself. So when I know how to be in alignment with myself, the business side, I just am like, okay, does this feel right in my body? Like mm-hmm. even this exchange, like how we got connected, I was like, okay, yeah, no, this this feels good. Like I was like, yeah. this is good to do. And it actually, being a yoga teacher and practicing yoga has taught me, like it teaches you, I lost it. It just teaches you alignment and being mindful, which is something you already, you said that too. It teaches you how to be mindful and also to not judge yourself. So Mm. yes, with business, we're taught it's go, 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 go. But with yoga, I've learned this, like nothing, nothing, nothing is gonna, that's meant for me will pass me by. Mm. So I can sit in that. I can meditate on that. Because yes, there are days that I'm just like, oh my gosh, am am I missing out? Am I missing out? And then I'll just meditate on that for the day. I'll be like, you know what? 
I can say that to myself. There's different types of meditations that you can do. There's walking meditation. There's mantra meditation. So saying what's meant for me will not pass me by. And just repeating that to myself as I sit here and just sitting on that. There's a sense of peace that washes over me. And then by having that calm peacefulness, I, I end up attracting the things that are supposed to be for me for my business. So it's, yeah. it's twofold. Yeah. Like it's twofold. That's, that's so interesting. It makes me think about um, a previous episode. Again, these podcasts are like a masterclass for, for me as a human and as a business person. Um, but Jason Campbell, he's also a, a, a yogi, I think is the term. Oh, yeah. Yogi. Yeah. <laughs> um, <you're right. laughs> and, and he talks about in his travels, um, he kind of got some some of these proverbs. Uh, I think it was in Ghana around the concept of time, and I think it's a lot of what you're saying, which is what's meant for you is not going to pass you by. And so you might be feeling under pressure around time. There's no real need for that because you're not going to miss out on it. Um, so so it's really interesting. That's something that, again, the alignment. I need to work on that because. I can't get this thing under control. <laughs> Did you um, say can't or can? I, I I can't. I will. No, I shouldn't say can't. Yeah. I struggle okay. with keeping this thing under control. I shouldn't say I can't. I will keep it under control. It's just it's just a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, there's just so much with yoga that like it's not just the physical movement. It's not just the, which this is a myth, stopping all of those thoughts. Cause you know, you shared that, you know, you practice meditating and, and yoga before. And I know a lot of people when they hear yoga and they hear meditating, they're like, oh, that means I have to silence my brain. And that's not true. Like, right. just like I've heard this, this phrase the other day and I thought it was uh, just how, you know, the air you, we breathe in air and we breathe out just how we breathe. Like that's how our thoughts are. Like we're supposed to be constantly, you know, thinking and it, it, and that's a whole nother conversation going into how you can, um, I don't want to say control your thoughts, but we have control over our thoughts. And, um, but anyways, what I'm getting at is this is like, the more you practice yoga, it really Mm -hmm. will help business. It will help your business thrive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Again, another person that's telling me I need to do yoga. <laughs> I need to do yoga. Um, all right. So so let's talk a little bit more about the business side and, and your journey. So you talked about um you know investing in a mentor, um, that kind of opened your eyes and gave you kind of a little bit of a blueprint on how to turn this into a profit business. Um tell me a little bit more about how you figured out what your niche was going to be? How did you figure out where you wanted to focus specifically within the yoga space? Because there are tons of yogis out there. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, how did you kind of determine what made you so special? Yeah. Yeah. The niche. Oh, every time I hear like, Oh God, it's cause it's like, it, that's like one of the first things when you invest in any type of mentor, like for business and whatnot, and that was week one of that mentorship that I mentioned to you is, it's like, what's your need? What are, who do you want to serve? Like getting clear on that. And I remember I was so resistant to this whole niching thing. And I remember that same mentor that I had, she was like, once you niche down, you're going to attract the people that you want. And even people that you didn't think. And this was like a couple years ago. And here we are like two years later and there's people because my niche is, is moms, our moms. I'm a mom. I have two kids. I have a four-year-old and a two and a half year old boy, girl. And I know what it's like to be stressed. Like, and so that's my whole niche is like serving busy moms because all the moms I talk to are always like, I'm so busy and I'm included in that, but I've, I've chosen to change that word too busy because I feel like busy. It's like, it it, it can just add all this pressure too. It's like, well, I'm always busy. So I don't have time for yoga. I don't have, and, and what you're really saying, which is a part of my whole thing is that you don't have time for yourself. And if you don't have time for yourself, then you won't have, you, you, 
you're going to be frustrated in all avenues of your life. But moms is my niche because I'm a mom and I want to help those that are like me. Yeah. So, yeah. I no, I, I, I love that. And I love the point about not making time for yourself. Um, because I think, I think if you don't make time for yourself, you're not giving the people around you the best version of yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I listen, I've got a seven month old and yeah, the last seven months have revealed a lot of things. <laughs> just about just about where we um again and I can only imagine as a mother um just for me as a dad like the impatience that I that I really lived my whole life with (laughs) yeah um you know my 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 feeling of uh control or addiction to control I guess is probably the better way to say it and realizing now this is a whole human and you can't really control what they're doing, what they're feeling. You just gotta, gotta do that. And, and, and it's an evolution. And I can only imagine that being so much tougher for a mother um, because this child is a part of you, right? It, yeah. Within you. So um, I love that niche. And I, I love, there's something special about serving people that you're a part of that community, right? There's something right. special about being like, a part of it in relating to the struggles that your customers having. So I, I'm, I'm sure that that's had, had, you know, has a, has a deeply resonates with your customers. Um, so that's awesome. Thanks. So every business starts at zero. Yeah. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get your first customer? Yeah, that's a great question. My first customer. Ooh, that's a good one. And it's so interesting because I'm thinking about this person and how she's supported me, like in everything that I'm doing, which is so, it's just so beautiful. Because going back to what you said, like once you realize what your niche is and who you want to serve, and for me, my niche is is me, it's just like this whole energetic thing. Because it's like when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, things just flow and like it's yes, I'm still in the beginning phases of my business. Like I'm not six figures. I'm not like, I'm not there yet, but, um, just understanding how once you know what you're supposed to do, the people will come and it's easy. Like, I don't even have to really sell to those people. I'm just like, Hey, I'm doing this. And then boom, they just, they just hurt, you know, it's like, I'm like, Oh, I like get surprised. So um, going back to what you said, you asked me how, or you asked the question. Yeah. How did you get your first customer? Yeah. So I actually got my first customer from another community I was a part of. Um, We both um, went through the, I've I've invested in a few different things. And so this was Mm -hmm. another type of um, community I was a part of because part of my story, I had my own life coach. Because mm. after my second child, I was the second child. I don't even know the second child and the pandemic. <laughs> I don't have the words. Like I'm still <laughs> processing it. It was it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. And I remember feeling so lonely and mm. very, very unprepared. Because I'm somebody like, I'm also a registered nurse. So I'm somebody that's like, okay, got to prepare for the test. I will study weeks in advance, study every single day. Like that's who I am. So when, when my daughter came around, I was just like, I was not prepared. And so with that being said, I invested in a life coach and, um, that customer came from that same community because with having that life coach, I was like, I need to, I want to help people too. And from that community, anyways, just so she um, followed me along. Like she, she has been following me along with my whole business. And she, um, I created a 12 week program. She went, she, she purchased that. Um, I now have my virtual yoga studio. She's a member of that. Like, so she's always just um, been been investing in me. And it's just really beautiful. Um, so I hope that answers the how. <laughs> no, that's, no it's, it's, it's great because 
there's this book um i can't remember the author but it's called super fans and um i think it's it's it speaks to exactly what you're highlighting as you build your followers community the people that support you there's kind of always that this 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 small percentage of people that are truly truly bought in and committed and love what you're doing and they're they become your advocates right yeah so i think that um it's amazing that your first customer was you know one of those advocates but i but i think that it's it speaks to what you said earlier like when you're doing the right thing and you're in alignment kind of things start flowing And, and and i'm sure that um as your business pivots and as your business grows, that person is going to follow you, support you, and then also give you the feedback and be like, hey, this is working, this wasn't working. And I think that that type of relationship of a kind of super fan or super supporter, I think is incredibly important. It is. And I wrote I wrote down that book because I'm going to read that book. Because <laughs> um, that's definitely what that person has been. Like yeah. the emails that I send, like she's one of the few that will, you know, sh- we have each other's numbers too. So she'll message me and just be like, you know, like, um, like I mentioned, um, a month or well, a month or so ago, I had COVID and I shared that with my community. I was like, Hey guys, I had COVID and like, not, this is how I overcame, but you know, I was kind of quiet for a few weeks because I was resting and I, and she wrote, she texted me and she was like, Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry you had COVID. Like, I, I hope you get better. And I was yeah. like, wow. Like, I just, I, I was just like, that's really sweet. Like, for yeah. her to to respond and to know that she's in my corner. And um, going, well, just talking about COVID and the pandemic, like, I, I, I was defeated when I got COVID. I was just like, look at me, a yoga teacher and a nurse, like, <laughs> How, how, like, really, I'm supposed to be the healthy, the healthy one. And I had a lot of judgments behind that. And a a lot of kind of, um, like shame. Yeah. And, um, I had to work through that. And that's why I'm really thankful for my yoga practice, because, you know, just doing meditating and moving my body and paying attention to my thoughts and being like, you're a human. Like you're yeah. a human being, Leslie, like things are going to happen. And that doesn't make you less than like you are yeah. still needed and here to, to you need to share. So that's why I remember I sent that email out to my community. And I was like, look, this is I got it. It finally happened. Um, but I'm still here. And this these are the lessons, you know, that I learned. And yeah. the biggest lesson was to slow down mm. because Going back to what you were saying with business is like, go, 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 go. But yes, we do. Yes, we do. We have to with business. We do. But this, but this is like the yoga side of me. You have to slow down. Like you have to, because we're not machines. Like we're not machines. And the more that we're, we rest, like intentionally rest, not just like, oh, I'm exhausted. And then you hit the couch or the bed and you pass out. But like when you intentionally rest, that's when like, you know, your subconscious mind can actually start working and then you get those really great ideas and things just are like, they just, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. But if you're just at the computer, like I got to get this done. It's just, it's, it's not going to be good. It's not. You're, you're, you're so right. And it's funny because you're like speaking to my soul because, um, (laughs) I mean, my, my, my business partners, co-founders, my wife, everyone's like, you're doing a lot at the speed and the speed of what you're doing is kind of insane. And you said, we're not machines. I've been telling myself I was machine for like the last decade and a half. (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm literally the worst. Um, And so it's, it's, it's just so funny because you're right and I've been in therapy, I, you know, I, I'm a big advocate for therapy. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. At least for me, it's, it's every week I have a, an hour to just kind of check in with what's going on up top. But I think one of the things that has come out of it um, is your exact point. There's value in intentional rest. 
Um, it's not, it's not about, oh, like you said, oh man, it's been a rough week. I'm just gonna grab a drink and sit on the couch. It's mm-hmm. like, no, be intentional about okay, when I'm doing this thing, this thing's purpose is for me to recharge. And I think that for me that that's been incredibly powerful. Um, and then the other thing, just to your point, I'm just you're saying so much, it's it's so powerful. Um so I'm I'm recovering from my second bout with COVID. Um, so the yeah. first time I got COVID, um, you're right. There's a level of embarrassment, embarrassment and shame yeah. that comes with it. Yeah. It, it's 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 such a weird, it's such a weird feeling because mm-hmm. um you do you do everything you can to like yeah. avoid it, obviously. Um and then you kind of get that email from your doctor or text or whatever. Yeah. You did, and there's just like, yeah, you test positive and you're just like, yeah, I do. And, then, yes. and yes. then there's the shame of like, oh man, who was I around? Mm-hmm. Now I got to send them a text. And yeah. now I got, <laughs> yeah. how, how am I living? And like, it, <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's such a weird feeling. And I think as you, at least, you have this initial feeling of frustration, another feeling of embarrassment. And then you start realizing you're just like, no, it's just, I'm a whole person. And this is just kind of the experience and it's unfortunate and we've got to work through it. But I've never thought about it in the context of being a business person or being an entrepreneur because the first time I was still at my job, and okay. it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. I had to kind of slow down and 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 I could when you're at a job, you're like, oh, okay, I'll kind of take a couple less meetings. That's fine. Yeah. But when you're an entrepreneur, yeah. you start feeling, at least for me, you start feeling that pressure of I'm not doing enough. I got to get that 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 Instagram post out. I've got to respond mm-hmm. to this thing. Mm-hmm. And over the last 10 days, like I've mentally just been stressing myself out because. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And to your point, if it would have been so much power, so so much more impactful if I just looked at this as this is forced recovery. Like, Mm -hmm. let me just be intentional about taking a break, getting myself well, and then going back at it. And it's just, it's interesting. Like you're literally speaking to my soul because I'm like, ah, this was this was the sign for me to take a 10 day kind of slow down. Right. You can still respond to a few emails, but yes. stop pressuring yourself. Right. Yes. And I'm speaking to me too, because <laughs> like, I like to be very transparent. I, you know, it's similar too. I, I'm very go, go, go too. Like, I just, I like to change that though, to like, I'm very, determined Mm. and like now that I'm plugged into my purpose I'm like okay and like and now that I'm I've niched down and like I have my stuff together for the most part like I'm I'm putting myself out there so when I see opportunities I'm like yes 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 and I'm you know connecting and doing all of that stuff so when I got COVID back a couple of months ago I was like oh I guess I do need to slow down and what was funny was I was talking with a friend and sharing with her, like, I know I need to slow down. Like it was like a week or two before I got diagnosed. And I was like, but I just, I just don't want to. And I, I don't really know. Like, I do know how obviously, cause I'm a yoga teacher, but I was just like, you know, I was like, I'm just so excited. Like I'm connecting with people and making these connections. Like, I don't want to miss anything. And then two weeks later I get COVID and I was like, yeah. okay, God, I get it. Like you, you were, I guess I have a very uh, direct line because a lot of things that I say, it happens. Yes. Yes. You are. You're so right. Like literally the Friday before Friday before um, I had this thought, you, you, I don't know if you've seen the the, the gif of Kobe Bryant where he's like, he's just so determined. I, I, I literally told my wife, I said, that's how I feel about work right now. I'm locked yeah. in. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, she's like, what are you going to do this weekend? I was like, I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then COVID stops you. It's, it's, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, God has a way to just be like, settle down. It's just, just yeah. settle down. 
Okay, so to, so to your theme, you said a couple of things that um, I'm really curious to get your perspective on and, and dive into. You talked about transparency and you've talked about um, kind of being open. And, and when you're in alignment, you can just be yourself and you're just kind of working through that. Um, talk to me a little bit about how being transparent and being open about what's going on in your life and who you are and really allowing your lack of a better word customers <laughs> yeah have a have a lens into your life and and who you are like how's that experience been for you scary mm. <laughs> very scary um I recently yesterday actually I just posted on LinkedIn um like a post talking about my hair and um well, let me rewind. So being more connected, like to God, like becoming a yoga teacher has actually helped me be more connected to God. Cause, um, maybe like when I moved out of my parents' house, so that was like, I don't know, like eight or so years ago now, I, I, I was like, I don't, being, I was like, God, that's not for me. Like I, I would just, you know, here I'm being transparent again. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, Fast forward, got certified as a yoga teacher, and I got more, I realized I was getting more connected with my, my spirituality and with God. And with that, I was also tapping into my intuition, which intuition I've heard is just, you know, God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed my intuition, it, it like I, I hear it in different ways and I feel it. It's like I hear it, I feel it. That's how I, best I can yeah. describe it. And so going back to that post, like with link, with being transparent, this is, I'm, I'm getting to the point yeah, yeah. with being transparent. Um, it's a lot of just me listening to my intuition and being comfortable in that. And yeah. the only way I've learned how to be comfortable with, because we all hear our intuition. It's just a matter if we're going to act on it. Mm. It's, it's with yoga. It's really it, like, yeah. it all comes back to it, yeah. but. So I, yesterday I was like, I'm going to post about my hair because I'm getting updated headshots. And I was like, since, since I made the appointment, I was like, oh, maybe I should change my hair, get braids, or maybe I should just shave my head again. Cause I've been like bald. I've done like so many different things with my <laughs> hair. And I was like, what are you doing, Leslie? And like, this is you, like, you know, you're, you preaching to people here that you're trend. this is you know, your, your fullest self, this is who you are. And having this, like my 4C hair and all of that, yeah. it can be kind of like, oh God, like, I don't want people to see my hair like this. And, and I'm now a businesswoman, like businesswomen are supposed to look a certain way. Yeah. And so anyways, I was um, thinking about this the past few weeks. And then yesterday, listening to my intuition, it's like, share what you're thinking, Leslie, like share what you're thinking on LinkedIn and take a picture. No, I didn't even have any lipstick or I just like unfiltered, took a picture, posted that on LinkedIn with pretty much what I just said to you of my, my hesitancy of like, should I keep my hair this way? Should I get it? You know? And so be, when I was like listening to my intuition to do that post, I was scared and I was scared because it's me being vulnerable and being vulnerable judgment, a lot of judgment, which I've talked about before. It's a lot of judgment. I've been very judgmental of myself where we like me, Leslie, I'm my harshest critic. And thankfully I'm a big advocate for therapy as well. I'm in therapy as well too. That was a lot of, that is a lot of the work is like getting, not getting rid, but working through the judgment, working yeah. through it. And some people may, may be like, it's just a post, like it's just social media, <laughs> you know, but yeah. a lot of the time, not a, a majority of the time that I post it's intuitively led, like it's, it's intuition. It's like, God's like, you should go live or you should. And I'm like, what? And then I get like sweaty hands, like my hands get sweaty yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay. This means I have to do it. And I don't say have to like in like a mandatory way, but it's like, I'm here to serve. And 
most of the time when I post these things, people either send me a message or months later, I'll be out and they're like, oh, I saw you post that. Like, that was really inspiring, Leslie. And I'm like, well, why didn't you like comment in the post? But okay, it's fine. Because I'm just out here thinking I'm talking into a void. <laughs> but anyways, um, I say all that to say transparency is scary. I am in the trenches of a bit being a business owner. I, I'm a new business and it's scary. It's yeah. scary. So, yeah, it's, it's, I love the fact I appreciate you sharing that. And I love the fact that you highlighted the vulnerability because that is such a very real thing. Um, I know I struggle with that even myself and, and in many ways, <clears throat> I mean, not even in many ways, in all ways, I can hide myself behind my business, right? My business yeah. isn't me, you know, like I'm not, you know, putting myself out there. Yes, I do right. independent con consulting, but it's primarily right. through relationships I've had and, and, and companies I've worked with in the past. But the idea of, oh, you know, well, this is Yensel and this is Yensel's brand, or this is the Be Helpful podcast and this is a brand. And I'm just a host. I'm just, you know, like there's, it's easy to hide behind your business. Um, but I think what's really happening for me, um, and this is kind of a mini one minute therapy session, <laughs> is, <laughs> is like, it's that vulnerability that you're trying to avoid. You don't want to feel that rejection. You don't like that silence is deafening, right? Like that, I just put myself out there and I'm asking my, 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 my I'm trying to tell my peers and my friends about what's going on in my business. And like, no one's responded yet. <laughs> like, yeah. how did, like, is ever, are people, this is a question that pops in my head all the time. Are people are, are people tired of hearing about this? Mm -hmm. Are people tired of hearing about what's going on with my life and my business? And, um, it, it is hard. It, 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 it is hard. It's, and, and, um, especially when your business is you, right? That yes. is, that is very difficult. And, and I honestly think the future of this world is every person's a business, right? Like Jay-Z said this years ago, yeah. <laughs> like, like we are literally, we are literally business businesses. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that because that vulnerability is, is a hurdle that I think a lot of people have to overcome. And I just continue with that. My business, because my 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 name is in my business. Leslie does wellness LLC. Like it's me. Like I'm doing wellness. Like with you. Like or the the mom, whomever it is. Like I'm here doing it too, and that's why I named it that because my business, Leslie does wellness, because I'm going through this with you. Like I'm not just like I'm not just selling something. Like yes, I'm selling. I'm selling a service, which is me. So my business is very personal. Yeah. It's very personal. And I, and I know that's why I've attracted the opportunities and people because it's me, it's me. Yeah. It's, it's not a bag. It's not a pen. It, it's, it's me. And it's so personal. And, and I know also that's why it's not, I'm not an overnight success. Like yeah. It's not that. And, and I was actually thinking that to myself, like, I think it was yesterday, this morning, I was like, I'm glad I'm not an overnight success. Like, I'm glad I didn't make the six figures in the six months, whatever, because like, I'm here building a foundation yeah. to last, even like when I go and like, when I move transition on and, and pass away for my kids, so they can yeah. have this and do what they want with it. And, and, and just to to help other people because there's so many people as I'm building this foundation who have just said, you're so motivating. You're so inspiring. And it, it's just, it's, it gives, it gives me goosebumps to even share just how it's like, it's not about me. That's also yeah. something like my business is not about, it's not about me. And it's not even saying that in like a high, like I'm yeah. better, like we're all the same. But just yeah. knowing that, like, it's not about me. There's people out here that are struggling, like yeah. struggling. And as a nurse, being a nurse, I, I see it. Like I work for an insurance company right now, but I review um, NICU baby charts. 
and reading these records of these moms and they're using drugs and just they're trying to escape. That's and we're all trying to do that. That's like the biggest theme. We're all trying to escape the pain and and the judgment and the fear, the shame. We're trying to 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 escape all of these these quote unquote scary feelings. But when but when you actually tackle them head on and you have somebody holding your hand, like I've done it too. I've yeah. done it too. I've faced these these fears, these judgments. You're gonna be okay but it's necessary. So you get to the other side. It's necessary. So you're your best, best self. So you can have that healthy baby or that you can serve in the community the way that you want to serve, or you can be the speaker that you always wanted to be. You have to face those yeah. things. You have yeah. to. Yeah. That's, oh, that's so powerful. And it's so well said because that is everything you articulated. Um, I think in, in a, in a, less you know life impactful way is exactly <laughs> why this podcast exists right it's it's that feeling of i'm terrified i'm taking this massive risk i don't know what i'm doing yep. i just need someone to hold my hand and just be like yo it's gonna be okay we've been through it yeah that's tough the, here's here's a path um i think i think that that's just so well said because at the end of the day, what better way to help other people by doing that, right? Like giving them your experience and saying, hey, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just giving you a lens into someone else who has dealt with this before because you, what your experience, it's very, it's very rare to have a very unique experience. <laughs> like meaning like no one else has, done, has gone through this before. That's very rare. Um, but it still feels personal and unique. And so getting that additional experience or that additional perspective, I think is, is super powerful. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, so, so, okay. So I'm, I'm over the years, this kind of question, even before the podcast has evolved, right? It started with the, how do you balance life and work? Right. And then it moved into like, how do you in integrate life and work? And now it's really just like, how does you as a whole human balance all of your responsibilities? <laughs> because I, I think more and more people are realizing that work and life is just life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm, I'm curious of your perspective especially because your business is you, yeah. how do you manage those responsibilities? Because it's not like at five o'clock, you just turn off the lights, right? Like, right, right. How do you, how do you balance those responsibilities and make sure that um, you're checking in with yourself? You're being present for your kids. You're being present for your husband. You're being present for yourself. Like, how are you in your business? How are you doing all that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um that is the, probably the best answer ever <laughs> that's all like oh like oh gosh um working on you know every day is different every day is different especially because I have two young kids and like you know too like you have you have a baby like they they are right now it's like they're changing so fast they get sick all of the time so so <laughs> so it's like some days are not going to be the pi the picture perfect aesthetic vibes that we see like on IG and stuff. Like some days I am like, where's my journal? Some days like I have my journal at my desk, like I have this and some days I'll clock in and then I'll do a little bit of work and then I'll take 10 minutes and I will journal while I'm on the clock. I'm going to yeah. say that. Because that's what, like, that's how I have to get it in some days. So I'm not going to um, take that away from myself. Like, well, I'm clocked in. No, because these jobs, like, they, they don't care about you like that. And journaling is one way that I, I check in with myself. It's one way that I tap in with myself. So I will, I will journal sometimes on the clock. I will do that. Um, or, you know, I, I make, cause you also said something how like 
the work life balance, how it's now like work is like life. Like it's all meshed. Like it's the same, especially because a lot of us are working from home. So one thing that I do to separate, because I really feel like it's important to separate the work and the life is I will, I'll go outside. Like I live in Florida, so like it's always sunny majority of the time. Yeah, so I'm yeah. fortunate because I know a lot of people like it's not like that for you guys. So, right. but I take advantage of the sun and getting that vitamin D because that boosts my mood. Because I'll notice that's something else. Like I will, I'll work maybe like an hour spurts hmm. at a time. That's also something else. So like I'm like okay, say I clocked in at eight, right? At nine, I'll work eight to nine, like focus. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get up. So if that gets up, that means I get up and I put a load of laundry or something like that. And then once it comes around this time of day, I'm like, okay, I'm going to um, go outside, take a walk. And I don't bring my phone. I leave mm. my phone. I leave my phone. And I know sometimes that's probably bad because God forbid, like something yeah. happens to me, I get snatched away. I don't, but you know, not trying, not speaking those things out into existence. Um, So I leave my phone and I just walk, I just walk. And sometimes I'll even pray um, or just express gratitude for, for the day, for my breath, for my legs, like that I can move my own body. Like these are things that I know sometimes I take advantage of. And when I got COVID like last month, I remember I had like such body aches. My hands were really hurting. And I was just like, oh my God. Like it was just, anyways. So going outside, journaling, these are ways that I get that balance in. Um, But not every day is the same. Like that's also, it's like not every day is the same and learning how to not judge myself. So if I wake up one day and my son has a fever, I'm like, okay, it's all, I have to focus on him today. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I hope that answered the question. That was no, I think, no, I think that was great. It was the balance of some, some of the tactical things that you do and, and also the big picture things. I, that was a fantastic answer. And and one of the things that um, I, I, I've read about and I want to put into practice that, you know, you're a real life example of it working is working in these, these spurts. Um, yeah. I talked to, um, or another episode that's in this season, I spent with to a learning coach, um, Greg, and, and he talks about how, you know, trying to just be heads down and learn for hours at a time doesn't work. Yeah. Um, your brain just can't kind of handle it. Um, this is my poor man's, you know, (laughs) uh, version of it, but, but you're right. It's like working in those 60 minute, 90 minute spurts and then taking a break and kind of, going off and doing something else, I think is super helpful. Um, and it's something that I told myself I need to do. Um, because you do get, you do hit that slump. If you've been going four hours straight and you're just like, Oh, now it's like two, three hours before you get that energy. And again, with a kid, now you got to pick them up from daycare or you (laughs) gotta make sure there's food or, you know, Mm -hmm. so, so building that into your schedule, I think, um, I think is a really good way to try to balance out all of these different responsibilities, competing priorities and competing. And that's the thing. And this is me, my coaching side, but one way you can make that actually happen is using your phone and setting timers. You know what I yeah. mean? Like setting yeah. every hour, having your phone go off. And I know me, I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Like, I don't want to get up. I'm still like, I'm just, yes. you know, I'm being transparent, but like, yes. you know, set the time, set the timer. If you don't get up, at least like you, you're moving in the right direction of like, okay, I'll, I'll get up the second hour. Like, you know, so yeah. I know how it, I know how it is. And I'm somebody that's like, I gotta get this done. Yeah. So yeah. setting the timer, start with that, like setting a timer every hour of your day, it, it, you're, you're getting up like and doing a stretch or, you know, um, something around the house, whatever it is, or even just like standing up and just closing your eyes for a moment, you know? Yeah. Awesome. So, so what would you, what would you like your Tuesday five years from now to look like? Oh, that's a good, this is such (laughs) a fun podcast. Okay. Um, what would I like my Tuesday five years from now to look like? continuing to do things like this um 
continue having conversations like this, um, just inspiring and motivating moms, people, whoever wants to listen on how to, you know, maintain some kind of balance and joy in your life. Um, and yeah, just doing this full time. So what is this? Um, also teaching yoga, if that be to corporations, like maybe to my corporation that I'm currently at, um, doing more speaking engagements, being able to, cause five years from now, <laughs> my daughter will be seven and a half <laughs> and my son will be, um, he'll be nine. Yeah. So being able to go on their field trips mm-hmm. or taking them, you know, playing hooky with school and just spending time with yeah. them and not having to worry about my job because like I make my own schedule. So that was a really fun question. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And, and it's so funny. It's just kind of an, a side note. When you said playing hooky with your kids. You're just like, could you imagine our parents doing this? Yeah, no, 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 no. Like no. we we are now, we are now the the quote unquote cool parents that are just like, yeah. oh man, like let's oh man, you don't gotta go to school today. Let's you go to make sure hang out. I was like, what? Yes, I know, I know. It's, I would never, I'm trying to think. Never, we never did things like that. It was you gotta go to school, you gotta get yeah. your education. I did all that stuff now, mom and dad. Here right. I am. Like right. I typically lived out their dream and now yeah. i'm going into my own yeah. yeah no i love it yeah in the 90s <laughs> in the 90s a, a, a cough would not let you stay home <laughs> i know <laughs> it's not I enough saw, to stay home i saw a tiktok or something about that i was dead i was like that's literally it's so different now we're in a different time for sure mm-hmm. yeah. all right let's hit let's hit some closing some concluding questions but um you can feel free to elaborate, spend as much time as you want. Um, I just want to be respectful of your time. Um, what are a couple books that you would recommend to other entrepreneurs? Yes, I'm like looking because I have, oh, I don't have that book with me right now, but two books I will recommend. The first one is The Power of Awareness mm. by Neville Goddard. One of my coaches, um, she'd be reading that book every day. And um, like not even kidding, she reads that book every day. Um, it's a very short book, but it's called The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. And it just talks about being aware and how the more aware you are, the more powerful you are um, and just creating the life that you deserve. And then um, the second book is Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, um, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. It's a book about self-image because um, I know as entrepreneurs, a lot of, well, I speak from my experience, a lot of putting myself out there and like connecting with people who I think are like way more ahead of me has to do with my self-image and like, how do I view myself? Um, so this book was written by a plastic surgeon And he shares like his plastic surgeon stories and how like some parts of the book, he says like, no matter what you do to somebody's face, like some of these people, they're still not happy. Like they Mm. still are like, oh, but my nose, even though the the nose was fixed or, you know, I don't like my cheek, whatever. And so he talks about how it has nothing to do with the outer like self-image really has to do with the inner, like, do you genuinely like who you are? And he gives you like tips on like ways to build, to create your new self-image, um, which yes, it like, you know, you can do physical things if you want, but a lot of it is, is internal work internally, yeah. like doing that work. What is that work? Cause I feel like a lot of, you know, we say do the work, Work is like the journaling, like taking that time to journal, going outside, connecting with nature, praying, meditating, moving your body. Like Mm -hmm. these are ways that you get to know yourself and know who you are. So then you can ultimately create this powerful self-image where nobody 
can shake you because you know who you are. And I feel like that's so important for entrepreneurs is to know who you are so that you might get a little shaken, but like that you won't get completely laid out. And you're like, I'm never going to put myself out there again. Like, you know. No, I, I love it. That No, that's exciting. I'm definitely going to have to read that book because, um, yeah, you're right. Self-image is a big thing. And um, I could only imagine we all build our own self-image, right? And, and, and what we want people to see when we put ourselves yes. out there. Um, and we do it, I think, I would imagine, not incredibly consciously. Like we yeah. just kind of do it. Um, yes. And yes. I think that the idea or the activity of rebuilding it with an intentional mindset sounds really intriguing. So yeah, definitely oh, it have is. to check that book. It is. And that's part of the reason, like, if you knew me before, because I have friends that have known me like before I started all this personal development work and they're like, man, Leslie, like you're killing it. And you're so confident. Like how? It's really the, yet it's the investing in myself Mm -hmm. and it's also creating that self-image. Like I have journals of me writing out who I am, like, what am I doing? And that's why I loved that you asked that question of like the five years from now, because I've, I've journaled things like that. So that question, it just like the answer was just, it it came so easy because I've done that in my, in my head and on paper, which it's really powerful. Awesome. I love it. Thanks for tuning in. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, connect with us on Instagram at be helpful underscore. Lastly, if you want to be helpful and share your own entrepreneurial story, please email us at behelpfulpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.